going really well, mate. Just going with the flow. Eating a mandarin at the moment. <laughs> awesome. Very healthy. Yeah, that's trying to be anyway. Trying to be. So first off, um, let's talk about your journey. How did, how did you get into music? Um, I've always listened to music growing up. And um, my grandparents bought me a guitar when I was about six years old. And um, it just all started from there. I had a couple of guitar lessons and then decided to start teaching myself. And then because most guitar players also sang, I decided to try and sing. And then um, just tried writing songs and just tried a whole bunch of things and it sort of stuck. And, uh, yeah, and the, and the country music, how did how'd that all come about? Um, I'd always listen to country music growing up from um, like all the Johnny Cash, Tom T. Hall, Charlie Pride, Willie Nelson, all the, all the classics. And um, I've always just always loved it. And I didn't, I didn't actually sing country music to start off with. I sung all Ed Sheeran stuff and, and all the stuff on the pop charts. And then I heard the Zac Brown band and I was like, let's do some more country music. <laughs> so I started doing more country and then I heard Chris Stapleton and once I heard Chris and, um, and Jason Isbell and, and all those guys, it was just like, yep, I'm going to stay, I'm going to keep doing country music. So how did, um, as you said, you, you've known two great um, artists there, how do you reckon the American scene has helped Australian country music out in that regard? Um, the American scene, there's that many good artists over there that the calibre of just of how good you have to be is just a lot, the standard's a lot higher. So um, I guess it's just trying to be the best you possibly can then um, just to compete with the American market. That's, I feel like that's a good thing, to just try and get the best out of your music. So speaking of your music, what, what do you reckon your style is? What's the uh, inspiration behind some of your songs? Um, I'm a, it's, I guess I fit in the country bluesy singer-songwritery category because I'm a mad fan of blues just as I am of country and um, I try to incorporate the two as much as I can and, and I feel like songwriting and the, and the lyrics is such an important part of a song. So um, I try and incorporate that as much as I can musically and um, and I guess that's where I, I sit genre-wise. Genre no, absolutely. And, um, of course, we should talk about your upcoming album. Um, tell us, what was the process of making that? Um, I produced that with a, with a good mate of mine named Adam Eckersley and... Um, we recorded it in his house in um, in the Central Coast. He's actually just sold it, and I was I was bummed because he just sold the studio. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we just set the drum kit up in the lounge room. We had amplifiers in the bedrooms, and um, and cut most of the the um the record live, and um, just it just had a cool vibe about it, and I'm, I'm so so stoked with how it's turned out, and I can't wait to finally show people now. No, so it is out, of course, on the uh, 12th of July, and uh, the first single, Beautiful As You, what's the uh, story behind that? Um, I wrote that with a good friend of mine, Tiana Dennis, out of the Dennis Sisters duo up in Queensland, and um, the song's just about overcoming your insecurities and um, just saying what you feel, because I um, feel like if you just speak how you feel most of the time, you're better off. No, I think that's always a, a good way to go about it, and... For a lot of your songs, are they all basically that sort of theme, or you know, throughout the um, album, is it more of a storytelling process? For sure, yeah, it's just more about um, me just saying how I feel, and if I feel if if I can connect with something, I'm sure someone else, hopefully, out there can too. So if I can relate it back to myself as much as possible, the goal is to hope everyone else can relate to it too. 
Well, that's the main thing. I mean, um, when you're a country isolate, you have to, um, I guess, have more of a storytelling to it. And how do you, how, how's, the, how's the last year been for you since uh, Toad and all that occurred? Uh, the last year's been hectic. I've had a bunch of gigs, played a bunch of festivals. Um, I just got back from um, the, uh, the CMA Festival. I played in the CMA Festival in Nashville. Also in another country music festival in England called Buckle and Boots. And I've never been overseas before, so to go for the first time and, um, and play a few, a few music festivals is pretty awesome. No, that is um, amazing. How, how were those experiences for you? It was amazing. The, um, especially in, in America, the people over there, like you don't know who you're talking to until like you just you run into them. Like I was talking to this guy at a pub for a while and I didn't know what his name was, and I was like, at, at the, toward the end of the conversation, about 45 minutes in, I was like, excuse me, mate, what's, what's your name? And he was like, oh, my name's Earl Bud Lee, and I'm like, what do you do with yourself, Earl? And he goes, I'm a songwriter. I'm like, have you written any any big hits? He goes, oh, actually, I've, uh, you probably know a song of mine called Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. And uh, I was a bit starstruck when I, when I realised out you know, who he was, and he was the, the dude who wrote that song, and um, just the people hanging around Nashville is, is pretty incredible. No, absolutely. So did you get some really good connections for uh, future releases, a uh, bit of co-writing? For sure, yeah. I was having a good chat with him and he seemed pretty keen. A, a bunch of other dudes I met, I wrote with a couple of guys over there who's written for um, Brad Paisley and, and Tim McGraw and and also a fella who'd written with the Allman Brothers, who's one of my favourite bands. So it's pretty cool to um, to run into those people and hopefully you can work with them in the future. Well, that, that is the, the main thing, I guess, going to, to Nashville as a country artist. You always want to um, expand yourself and uh, get some gigs over there as well. Exactly, for sure. I, um, I managed to get a gig at the Bluebird Cafe when I was over there, which is pretty incredible with all the history that had been been played in that room. So it was, it was nice to play along there along with the CMA Festival. I was going to bring that up. How, how, did, how was that experience for you? Because the Blue, you know, when you talk about Nashville and country music, that whole place is, is the mecca almost oh for sure yeah it's such a tiny little room i didn't realize how small it was and um i walked in there with a, with a bunch of other performers who were performing on the on the monday night for the open mic night and um it was just a cool vibe it was i've seen some photos on the walls and some some write-ups of, of who had played there and it was pretty incredible to stand on that little stage in front of an audience and, and play for them so for you, do you prefer just doing the small intimate shows or do you prefer doing the large um, live showcases? I'm, I just love playing in front of people. It's a different vibe. For some, some nights, it's great to play in front of a quiet little crowd and just talk about your songs. And there's other nights where it's good to get on the electric guitar and just rock out. So um, I love both of them and um, I just love playing live. And of course, the CMA Festival is one of the you know ultimate festivals. How was it for you is, is it first time you, you'd done that it is yeah it was my first time in, in nashville so it was, it was pretty awesome uh, it would be pretty awesome of course you're what only 18 19 now yeah i turned 19 in october so i'm still 18 and still. Uh, to go over there underage <laughs> i'm about... getting kicked out of some bars uh, once it got past nine o'clock but hey that's all right I was about to say, when you told me the story, i was thinking i don't i wonder how you go into the bar yeah, no, there was a few that I weren't allowed into, or they put a little X on your hand, and you got to stay away from the bar or whatever. But um, no, it was it was it was good anyway. I didn't get into too much too much trouble, so it was okay. Well, I mean, you could have got some into trouble because you could have got uh, a new song out of it. 
hey, fair call. I should have. I should have got into more trouble. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, um, for the upcoming album, what, what can fans expect? And, of course, new fans trying to listen to your music. What can they expect from the album? Um, the album's very diverse from all um, all genres I listen to and all, all music I listen to. So I try and... Um, I tried to make an album that that I, I love I like to listen to and I, and I hope everyone else does too but it's it's more about everything that I've felt the album's titled everything I feel and, and everything I've felt over the last couple of months and been through so um, hopefully people can connect to some of the songs on there and, and just enjoy it well I really hope they do because you know you're one of the the I'm gonna say the and I'm gonna put you on the spot here the future of Australian country music Thanks, mate. I think you can be, you know, we've we've had Keith Urban, Morgan Evans. You could be the next in line. Thank you very much, Jared. Appreciate it. That's very nice. No pressure, though. <laughs> There's a little bit of pressure behind that one. <laughs> but you uh, speaking of those, you know, those great Aussie artists that have made it overseas. Um, is that something that you'll look for in the future, or is it just you're trying to get your roots and and find your your, your niche in country music? Um, I would love to to go overseas and play in front of people over there. I just I just had a taste of it a few weeks ago and I can't wait to get back there. So it's, it, I love Australia and playing in front of Australian supporters too, so I can't can't wait to get up there and do that a bit more too. But um, the goal is to eventually go overseas and, and try and have, have a bit of fun over there too. Well, that's the main thing, have a bit of fun because uh, it's been a, a crazy probably, you know, 12 months for you because there is... Uh, the Blako kind of for people that want to get to listen to your music, you, they can get the EP as well, which came out was it last year? It did, yeah, June last year. So if they need something to just before your album, they should, they should definitely get the EP. Yes, for sure. Do it. <laughs> get, so what? What you know? What what's the change? Obviously, being for the last year, you know, and obviously what you've achieved, but musically, how's that all changed from the last you know twelve months from the EP to your album? Um, I feel like over the last 12 months, I've, I've gone through a little bit more and um, I've been able to to speak that a little bit more in the songs I've written. And um, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of this record and, and I can't wait for people to listen to it. So, um, And I feel like musically, it's, it, I, I, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a bit better than my last one. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to show people. No, I, I think everyone's going to be really excited. So for you, I'm going to put you again on the spot for everyone who's, going to listen to your brand new album which comes out July 12th which songs should they listen to the most and play on repeat well the single's beautiful as you and I feel like that's a cool song but um any anything on there I'm happy if you guys listen to it but keep an eye out for as beautiful as you or worth a little more worth a little more is probably my favourite song on there and um that, that, that one's that one's cool it's about when you meet someone pretty cool and they, they make you feel a little better about yourself so um I think you guys might like that one I think we definitely will. So, um, any plans for the next, obviously, later part of the year, some touring coming up? Yes, I'll be playing at a bunch of festivals to see out the year. I've um, played at the Mount Isa Rodeo, Groundwater, Gympie Music Muster, Cruise and Country, the Denny Ute Muster. So, I uh, can't wait for those ones. And then I'm um, touring with the McClymonts through the back end of the year. So, um, off the top of the head, do you know any places you'll be going to in WA? I won't actually be getting to WA this year, which is really unfortunate, but hopefully next year I can see you guys over there. Well, that's something to... I think people should just fly over to every part of the state and go see you live anyway. Oh, thanks, mate. I feel like that's a good idea. (laughs) Thank you so much for chatting with me, mate.
Too easy, Jared. You have a good one, mate. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.